Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Brothers Banter. With you, as always, is Brother Raphael. And I'm Brother JD. It's good to be with you all again. 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 Uh, for another, another, Together another week. again, again. Oh. Where's that from? The Muppets. See, back to the whole soundboard idea. Yeah. With it, hey. We're going to have to talk somebody with money. We're going to see who can help us out. We need to see a certain person about a certain thing. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe maybe get our kids who are running the black markets and uh, selling no. things uh, to start the, donating to our cause. <laughs> the, you have a whole TV production set up there at Cathedral LA. Oh, I do. Maybe and we've got, got something here unused. at LaSalle Academy. So, you know, time oh. to start uh, knocking on some doors. No. Uh, for many reasons we just we're gonna have to go the route we originally <laughs> planned to go yes the soundboard the sound or somebody board. that's really good with making sound effects with their mouth dun, dun, dun. no bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah not that not that we're gonna have to record it all right so <laughs> what topic are we talking about today brother so something that has come up recently in conversations with uh faculty here at LaSalle Academy is maintaining the Lasallian charism of an institution when the brothers aren't there. Mm-hmm. How, how, how is a school still part of our network, part of our family, and instilling our values when the brothers aren't there in the force that we used to be? Yeah. You know, we're not just talking for brothers, we're talking no brothers. Right. Which is um, a realization that we have to reality. come to in certain, yeah, it's a re- reality that we're starting to face in, in a number of our, our schools, our ministries, um, not just schools. We have uh, to a family, a youth and family service organization that the brothers are not directly involved with here on the East coast. And we have um, not only high schools, but we have a school for court adjudicated young men mm-hmm. that no brothers are involved with right now. Uh, the South School in Albany. Oh, okay. There are brothers on boards, and I mean, there are, there are brothers that are um, connected with it, but not involved in their day-to-day running of the organization. Gotcha. Well, mm-hmm. and you know, it's funny, because we're already, on this side of the world, we're on the opposite flip mm-hmm. coin of your situation, where we've been like that for quite some time. Yeah. We've had a number of schools uh, without brothers for quite some time. Yeah, and yeah, in fact, yeah. Absolutely. And have a minority of schools and with communities attached to them. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah no i think we'll i think this is going to be a good conversation and i would just add that maybe we can also talk about the changing demographics and religious affiliation of the students um, okay you know what what do we do as brothers when we face more and more kids who are either Un- disaffiliating just unchurch or just unchurched right is because that a word is a i make up a word. Thing. It, no it is a thing unchurched okay you're right okay thank you you're right you're right Darn, I thought I was ahead of the game on that one. No, sorry. So disappointed in myself. No, no, no. Um, and that's actually one of the things that I, I was having a conversation with my kids and uh, as we were wrapping up this week was uh, I showed them a graph about the disaffiliation, of, you know, and the growing rate, right? Atheist, yeah, agnostic, yeah, yeah. secular unaffiliated, religiously unaffiliated, and, and kind of prepping them for this week to come in, in our conversation. Are you using any any work from uh, Springtype's research? Well, brother, I hate well, to bring this up, but uh, you know, uh, 
for um, for those of you that don't know, Springtide's research is the research arm of one of our publishing organizations in Minnesota, St. Mary's and, Press. St. Mary's Press, and they are doing a lot of work with church and youth, faith and and and, and young people. Um, it's really I find fascinating stuff. And, and for the record, it's all religion. Uh, they yes. do have a sub branch that is specifically Catholicism, but their mm-hmm. primary focus is strictly uh, just religions in general, the disaffiliation mm-hmm. of, of youth from mm-hmm. all religions. Yeah. 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 So um, I'm sorry. But no, you saying, to I cut question. you off. Yes. Well, good. It's good you did. Uh, you had to deflate that ego. It was growing. It was growing. Um, like popping I a balloon. Have not. I have not used that kind of information with them. It's not actually, it's not, I don't need it for the class. It would just kind well, of be throwing in a, a tangent. It's, um, um, I don't want to say it's over the head of the kids, but I think it's a lot for them to wrap their heads around. I think it's great would, for conversations know, and faculty in the, in the department. I'd challenge that. I'd say no. I think at least typical, with my kids. Typical. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm having uh, have, I have four religion periods and I've brought this up to them and they have challenged me in more ways than one, but specifically about at least in this little uh, subject test group here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're very well versed in their, well, brother, you know, I am, but I also don't like care for it or I don't understand and it's very hard for me to okay. reconcile, right? And I was very surprised by the maturity and the usage of their words. Um, oh, that sounds a lot better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. Um, so I, I just think I bet if you have an honest conversation with them and they feel like they can be honest with you, they'd be they'd probably surprise you, your, your students. But you also have a better angle, I think, than me. Because I only teach religion where you don't. And so you can have these conversations in a much larger scale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And just through the lens of religion. Mm -hmm. Um, And something tells me that when you have religious conversations in a secular class, you got, you get something more, Uh, you know, this, that's just me hypothesizing as I always do. Okay, so back to the original topic <laughs> at hand here. Yeah, um, sorry, sorry, we lost it. <laughs> sorry, tangent. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's. I know you guys on the West Coast do a fantastic job with formation of teachers and administrators. And when we say formation, we're just uh, educating them on on who we are as mm-hmm. brothers of the Christian schools, as yeah. what the Lasallian family means, what our mission is in in, in its role in the church. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. We have a number of formation programs on this end. And again, it goes back to the idea that we've just, we've been where you're going for yeah. much longer. Yeah. So we've already had to adapt. Um, yeah. So yearly, if not bi-yearly, we have all the religion department chairs meet. Uh, we have the, and I'm going to butcher all of these uh, acronyms, right? But there's the chief associate or chief prime, um, Administrator. Yeah. yeah. Chief administrator meetings that we have and all the presidents and principals get together. Um, we have uh, discerning leaders, something young discerning leaders, which is uh, I 
people within our network, our schools that are are looking to go grow, right, in one mm -hmm. way or another. Um, we have the campus ministers, the student activities. We have that those kind of meetings that come together um, once a year, bi-yearly. Uh, and we also have wonderful, wonderful people like Greg Copra and Charlie Legendre, who are both. Uh, I'm gonna go on a limb and say they're both affiliated. Definitely one is I can't remember who, um, who are who've been working with us for 20, 30 years now, and uh, and started as teachers and worked their way, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, uh, through the system. Same with and us. and come and, and give formation to the faculties, mm -hmm. new teacher orientation and things of that. So no, yeah, we we have an extensive network of formation that occurs throughout the year, and rather than just at one one point in time. And I think all of the stresses or underlines that we brothers are not this the sole proprietors of of the the mission, right? That it, it's a communal activity. That it's larger than just the brothers in black, you know, that it right. stresses the role everybody plays, whether you be faculty, staff, administrator, um, in, in the mission of our schools and instilling gospel values in, in the classroom setting, you know? Yeah. Indeed. Uh, which I think, I don't want to say is that we're the only ones that do it, but I'm aware of a number of religious orders that once no more members of their congregation are there. It ceases to be a part of their family. Yeah, they have a terrible time uh, and, trying to maintain the network. Yeah, for sure. And and even, whether it's, you know, um, I know Brother Chris Patino for your district is often on the road and visiting a number of these schools where brothers are not uh, living and present, or mm -hmm. whether it be brothers serving on boards. And then all, as you mentioned, all the administrators are expected to be a part of certain uh, associations and, and councils. Um, and I think that's the only way we can ensure that this work continues that and faith in God, right? Oh, primarily faith in God. Yeah. But I will say that a key to the success of formation for our lay counterparts is meeting brothers. Yes. Because it's one thing to, to, well, here's the charism, but no brother attached to said charism and then having brothers in dialogue, at dinner, at social, yeah, you know, in conversation, yeah, yeah. just being brothers, not in a formal setting, mm -hmm. uh, which hopefully models, as we talked last week, right? Uh, the brother is made by the the character of the person rather than anything else. Yeah, they can then model that in their perspective schools and ministries. I, I agree. I think one of the things that I was uh, really impressed with coming here to, to Providence is the extensive formation program that they have. Um, each Wednesday, we let students out uh, an hour early so that the faculty ha can have, you know, professional development and departmental meetings and things of that nature. Hold up. But you have PD once a week? Well, not always once a week, but it could be different topics. So like one week might be PD, another week might be departmental meetings, another week could be faculty meetings, a whole faculty oh. meeting. Oh, I understand. So it's just designated time for X. Yes, yes. Okay. But so th this two weeks ago, I think it was, 
it was supposed to be all the stallion formation and mm-hmm. there were all these different topics i should send you the list but it was like restorative justice in the lasallian family um the the role of the brothers or the history of the brothers and all this kinds of stuff um I, there must have been 10 different uh sessions and topics and uh, i think that's wonderful uh that and especially that, that the faculty our partners are taking the lead. It's not myself mm-hmm. and brother Steven and brother Dennis sure. that other people are taking the lead in these things and yeah. they're claiming some ownership um, is wonderful. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think I, they have to claim ownership. Yeah. Right. Not just in word, but actually integrated into who they are. And again, back to that character, right? It becomes a part of their character. Uh, in fact, yeah. yesterday I was having the conversation so every morning Cathedral High School for as long as I can remember, it's definitely while I was a student, has this thing called morning program, which essentially is peer tutoring. Oh, and okay. every senior, junior, I think some juniors, mostly seniors, have three or four kids that that uh, they tutor and they check up on. And, you know, on top of tutoring, it's also kind of mentoring. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was talking to the teacher in charge of the classroom who they use my classroom. Uh, and she was, we were talking about this, right? And she said, providentially probably because of Mm -hmm. our conversation today. But she said when she talks to other teacher friends of hers that are like in LAUSD, which is our unified school district, um, she says, you know, I don't get paid a lot, but I do. And I was like, and I was like, well, what do you mean? And she was like, well, you know, I don't work here because I know I'm going to get paid a lot. I work here because I believe in the mission Mm -hmm. because I believe in what we do here. Right. And I know that God pays me in other ways. And I was like, oh. and it's, that, it's, that's it. That's why we do what we do. And, and it's wonderful to see when, as you said, lay people take charge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we couldn't, we as a church could not sustain our mission without the involvement of lay people. We as an institute cannot sustain this work uh, on just us alone. I mean, heck, if it came down to you and I, we might be, uh, uh out of luck ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, ye of little faith uh listen here um so i i think it's it's a it's an amazing blessing that we have so many involved people so no i agree it's a blessing in, that across the board we have well, wonderful people what did i just say what you said? i did just say what you said Thank you for repeating my wise words. Thank you. I'm well, glad I they just, sound just as good coming out of your mouth as they did from mine. Well, we needed to make sure that everybody understood. That everyone understood that they sound good. better from mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, come on, folks. You know you miss this. This banter. Um, um you know when I now I lost my train of thought. Darn. Good. Good. It probably wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. It was definitely wasn't pulling out of the station on time. <laughs> so, um, but uh, oh, what's what's the adage, right? God gives you what you need. Doesn't always give you what you want, but gives you what you need, right? Oh, there you the, go. The involvement, yes. uh-huh. the involvement of of our partners is so much of what we need right now. Yeah, and the, the same can be said for our work in in vocation promotion because one, we're not everywhere. We don't see every kid every day. You know that. Uh, Faculty can be involved and are involved and, and want to be involved in that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is, is great. 
And I think it speaks volumes because we don't, it, we're a Catholic institution. And oftentimes that means you don't get paid a lot. Yeah. Not because we don't wish we could pay a lot, right? Yeah. But because the, the real, the realistically, the needs we serve, uh, yeah, go go beyond monetary. Ding dong. Anybody home? No. <laughs> the lights are on, but nobody's home. Sorry, oh, folks. Man. The joys uh, of uh, working from home, I guess you could say. Yeah, I don't. Well, now my train didn't pull out. Uh, yeah, no, people do it because they believe in the mission. And uh, because they believe in, in the need of, they believe in, in what the kids need. They believe in, in giving them what they need and providing, you know, a, a message that they need to hear, um, which is great, which is phenomenal. And that people do in, in many other ways around our world or in, in our church. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not always involved in it for the money, but you're involved in it for the reward of the work and for, for the mission that you believe in, which is great. 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 It is. Did no, I say it, it was great? I think you might have mentioned that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and honestly, for me as a brother, it is inspiring to see people that have been involved in our ministries for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, because- that they're as much a pillar of the institution uh, as certain brothers are. Right. You know, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and it gives me vitality, I think, to truthfully, that that's people who, by no commitment other than their own choosing, have chosen to stay and to continue living out the, the mission. Um, mm-hmm. And that does, and I'm sure they went through some hard times. I'm positive they went through some hard times. One of the legends of uh, our spotlight last week um, in El Paso her name just literally evaded me evaded me but she's an affiliated member Um, oh in alumni relations yes yes yeah you've spoken about her before to me yeah Uh, i can't think of her name at the moment but when el paso was really down and out i mean we're talking about they didn't know how they the brothers didn't know how they were going to pay their faculty she was like don't worry about me you know essentially i'll work for free and she did. Yeah. She worked for free. She did not get paid for months at a time. She take care of everybody else. And, and she, you know, stuck it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think nowadays that would be very difficult, right? And I'm sure back in those days it was very difficult. Yeah. But the idea that what she was doing was more important for the students than for her to get paid, you know, mm-hmm. the, just, and that's an extreme example, but again, just inspirational in the sense that yeah uh sacrifices are made oftentimes when you work in catholic education as lay people Um, Mm -hmm. and it's definitely a vocation within a vocation it is hey if it were easy everybody would do it yeah seriously so good yeah but now let's uh go back to my tangent from earlier really you know and how do you see the with my the eyes. Idea. Oh, oh, that's. Thank you. Really? What? We had to do that. No. Yeah. <sighs> um. No. How do you, what is your demographic? Do you, I don't know if you know that. Uh, I was just well, so Rhode sure. Island is a very, very Catholic state. Okay. 
Um, it's a very small state and it's a very Catholic state. Um, I can, I walked into a state office to get some work done for the, the house and mm -hmm. I was automatically recognized as brother and I was acknowledged as brother. What can I do for you? Really? I was in black. I was, I, I, oh. yeah, I but, but it wasn't, Oh, hi father. How are you? Which we all know does happen. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So they're in, in the presence of the, the Christian brothers is, is well known. Um, yeah, no, I, I think a lot of my kids are cradle Catholics. Um, I know we do have a number of students from other faith backgrounds or some mm -hmm. with no faith background whatsoever. Gotcha. Um, in my religion class of 20 something kids, my wager would be uh, 18 or cradle Catholics. Hmm. Well, but nowadays, that said, doesn't yeah. really carry much weight. No, in you're right. Opinion. You're right. I am in a different part of the country. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I wonder how many of those actually continue would, to be. Would call themselves practicing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good mm -hmm. question. To be honest, mm -hmm. I, I haven't really gotten into that. I have discovered Monday's lesson. Thank you. Um, I was going to say, maybe you bring that back next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I might. I might bring that up in class this coming week. I don't want to talk about my numbers, but, but I know we just took a head count because we have WASC coming up, right? What for us is our accreditation. Okay. So uh, we have that coming up and we had to take that number. So I know the kids, cause they did it through religion, uh, took, took the, the, the survey. Mm -hmm. So I'll get, I'll bring that information back as well. And we can have okay. a little five minute talk about that later, but we'll follow up. Yeah, a little yes. follow up. But here in LA, you know, it's not it used to be very Catholic. Yeah. I think in a lot of places, right? Especially where it's a huge eth uh, minority population uh, used to be very Catholic. But nowadays, I'd say, I, I'd wager that in my class, we probably have 50 50. Um, really? 50 50 Catholic and then 50 50 not Catholic, but because they're from another denomination. Um, but you know, I, I made, I drove the point home. I, at least I think I did at the beginning of the semester that they are all religious. Yeah. Right? They're not spiritual. They're religious. And I, you know, gave them some pointers and I was like, whether you're Catholic, Muslim, Jew, Christian, what have you said, and this is why. Right. Um, and I think it's just a matter of getting them to realize that, to have faith in themselves, to build a foundation for themselves. Um, I wonder if it's, you know, we always hear I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. I wonder if it's because young people struggle uh, with the institutional church. Indeed, they do. Remember, I, a couple of minutes ago, I told you how they were very eloquent in there. Yeah. That's what came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I brought up the whole spiritual but religious and people raised their hand. And that was the response that they said is that I struggle with some of the things the church says. Yeah. Uh, but that's... And, I think that they, they will come to realize, or at least I hope they come to realize, we all do. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's not meant to be, you know, a whitewash that everybody accepts everything and knows everything. But there are, there are things that I struggle with. I know there are things that the brothers I live with in community struggle with. But it's still having those questions and having those struggles and still believing that are so important. That, that's just so important, you know. Agreed. A hundred percent. And funny enough, uh, I mean, it's probably not funny, but 
Chris Patino um, was visiting recently and we were having mm -hmm. a conversation and he posed a question to me and other brothers that were present uh, addressing a question that he has been asked on a number of occasions in his visits to different schools, uh, particularly co-ed schools, uh, where they ask why can't women be brothers or why can't they join, you know, the religious order? And he, so we answered, right? We gave our answers. One of which is one I've always had is why isn't the, uh, the Guadalupanas, right? The, mm -hmm. the Lasallian sisters in the U S but that's for another day. He said that he believes it is because in the culture that we are currently fostering and living in, or maybe not us fostering, but that, that society is fostering in the United yeah, States. Yeah. Labels are too, uh, what word am I looking for here? Um, enclose, they enclose you, they, you know, they put you in a box essentially. Okay. Right. Categorize you. Okay. Yeah. They categorize you. They, they, it's a, they hold you back. I forget what word he used, but essentially you think about it, not a gender neutral bathrooms and, and oh, things of that nature. And so for the okay. church, which is very much male religious order, female religious order, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I, I think that they are having a hard time understanding the why. Yeah. Like, why is that important or why is that valuable? Okay. Uh, in this... Why is the separation of the two valuable? Interesting. Right. Because, you know, when you think about it, at this point, we are swimming against the current. Uh, we as a, a church and living uh, in yes. our... Yes. In yeah, the world yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, Absolutely we're swimming against the current. Uh, but that's not to say that there aren't religious orders that have tried their best to incorporate all three realms, right? Male, female, and lay, and and so have some sort of, yeah. of uh, thing going on. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's Vermin Day, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that has male religious for one term and then the female religious for one term and they you know do this number they switch around as head of the order or head of their society of life okay um, interesting yeah but you know how do you answer that question and, and i thought it was a magnificently put question why not and it's like i think it goes a lot deeper and you Probably, uh, I don't, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's about how mature your faith is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, the things, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to say anything without, you know. Having the supporting details or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, it, it's a, it's a challenge. It's, it's, a, and it, it's an interesting one too, that has become prevalent lately. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a think a challenge we're going to have to face as single sex schools. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A number of our minority. schools are just all boys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine to, yeah, to, you know, draw them out of there, but how do we draw them out of co-ed institutions? Right. Yeah. It's an interesting world we live in, brother. It is. It is. And thankfully, all the decision-making is not up to us. No. No, no. Thankfully not. And it's I, as I, so I like to tell the kids as I when I pass along, you know, school information, 
and they start to groan and moan. I was like, hey, I just work here. I don't, I don't make the rules. Hey, it, it's all part of his plan in some way, shape, or form, right? Indeed. Indeed. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. So quickly before we end, uh, another Brothers Banter Spotlight this week. Dun, 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 dun. See, I'm getting better. Yeah, we're going to keep working on that, though. We're going to record it on your phone, and when, when we're going to do something, you're just going to play, hit play. We Eek. need a, someone to actually play the trumpet. Uh, okay. <laughs> so this week, uh, Calvert Hall College High School uh, in, in Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland. Calvert Hall was, is the first permanent stable brothers uh, institution here in the United States. It's our mothership. Yes, it's the foundation. The foundation. Good show on Apple Plus. Never watched it. So uh, Calvert Hall was founded in 1845 with about 100 students at the corner of Cathedral and Mulberry Street in Baltimore. Uh, it was named for Lord jo uh, George Calvert, the uh, first secretary of state, I think it was, for like the UK. I forget what his title was. He was high up in the United Kingdom, and uh, he was Catholic. Mm -hmm. Isn't that why he fled and founded? Isn't he the guy that founded Maryland? Yeah. Or no, Maryland? that was Lord Baltimore. Lord Baltimore, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. But uh, along the same vein, yes. And um, Calvert Hall is continues to be just a, a remarkable institution um, that is so deeply entrenched in, in the mission and lives it out each and every day. Uh, it's still an all-boys uh, school, and they have moved uh, 1960s out to the suburbs because, uh, like a lot of our schools, they needed the more land for all the for the buildings and for the fields and for all these other things. Um, so it's a it's a remarkable place. Mm -hmm. Have you been? I have. I have visited. Me too. Um, it's a very interesting design. The the new building from well the current campus from 1960 uh, when they moved out to the suburbs. But um, yeah, there it's definitely all of our all boys schools, I, I think have a very similar vein of, of and theme of brotherhood and community oh, yeah. For sure. um, that I just think is wonderful. Um, not to say that our co-ed schools don't have it. They really stress community and that's great, but the brotherhood is, is something they all pride themselves on. And both of us are biased, obviously. Yes, because clearly. We both went to all-boys school. And you've only taught in all-boys schools, huh? Now I've only taught in all-boys schools, indeed. Indeed, mm -hmm. indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, Calvert Hall, if you're listening, Brother John. Brother uh, John. Keep, keep up the great work. Thank you for, for everything that you do there. Good. All right. Shall we end this as we end all things? We're over our 30-minute mark. Shame oh, on my you, goodness. Brother. We're going to have to sh uh, shave out all your tangent information. Oh, but that was a oh. good good amount of information. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on your definition of good. Snooze no, that it part, was, everybody. It was. Snooze that part. Snooze. Skip. Skip. No. Let's end as we end all things. Live Jesus in Live our hearts. Forever.